Well, welcome to another exciting episode of Two Husbands Watching Twats in a Pod. Is that what we're doing? Sure. Or just Husbands Watching Housewives. Um, I'm Scott. And I'm Jeff. And we just came back from watching Teddy Mellencamp-Royer and Tamara Judge on their first ever live podcast performance of Two Teas in a Pod. And San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts. And it was... A fantastic show. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. I was worried that it would be a little cringy, and it was a at little times. Clunky. Yeah, clunky because you know I thought it would be like Karen's show from you know from, oh, Potomac, right? Where they're like, "Why is Karen having a show? She didn't have a podcast." Or like when Giselle and Robin had their show, and it was. Did we see that on camera? Yeah, we saw that. They were at the theater. They right, were at the theater. Right, right. I'd the been to before. Yes. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, yeah. That, they at least had people show. I mean, they both both those sets of ladies had show people show up. They all had fans, and I'm not trying to diminish anything, but it was a big question mark as to why Karen was having a live show, right? Because she had forgotten have a piece of media that. about that. That was like what two seasons ago? You're, yeah, not this current. I think it was last season. It wasn't this current one. I think it was, it was the last one before. One. But either way, we're not watching Karen. We watch Teddy and Tamara have a good time with some of their friends and their husbands and their husbands. And it was a really good time. Yeah, I was really like the whole thing from the end. It was just like, you know, bam, 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 bam. And it went quick and it was like, it was funny. And, you know, they dropped some juicy Yeah, gossip. they dropped a lot of juicy stuff that I wasn't expecting. Though the Monica call. Yeah, they called Monica right off the bat. That was fun. Yeah, and I was just like, what? Who are you calling? And then it's like, you know, Monica and they're like, hey, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I like that they're not above just holding up their phone to a microphone. Like, here's the speaker to the microphone. You'll hear what you hear. Right. And we were in the front row. I'm glad we did that. Yes. We're not normally, for people listening, we are not normally front row people. Because, it, one, it's like too expensive usually. And also, too, we're like... I don't be that close, but then, you know, when the tickets went on sale and you said, when is this ever going to happen again? You know, we should like have the full experience. And I'm like, yeah, we should. Yeah. And we and did. Glad, and it was great just being like that close to them, you know, made for better pictures too. I, w- I will say that um, there are people that uh, get into the front row and they take it upon themselves to be part of the show. And while you grabbed my arm really hard the first time I yelled something out, uh, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, but other people needed some arm grabbing. I didn't expect it to be, nor did they, I think, expect it to be so interactive because those were, there were two guys in that front row who were just like nonstop, just like, um, were the two Muppet characters? You said two Muppet characters? Yeah, you know, up in the oh, balcony. Oh, Waldorf and... Okay. Yes. I thought you were literally comparing these two, two guys to Muppets. No, I, mean, I didn't no, get no, a look no, no. at them. Do they look like Muppets? No, they weren't Sesame Street. Because you know, Street. I, love they, me a, I love me a Muppet. No, they weren't Sesame Street, like Ashley's friend. No. Um, but they were like definitely like heckling and you know like they, they just wanted their opinion heard and it's like yes. this is not the time or place to do that yeah i mean you shout out give some you know some good feedback but like you don't need like people i feel like in a situation like this if you can't confine it to half a sentence you should not be yelling it out right he was like trying to have like a full-on conversation if you need punctuation when you're shouting something out to someone on stage, you've gone too far. <laughs> you should not need a comma or a semicolon. None of that. You just, if you can't get it out, no. Just yes. stop. Just like a one like boom statement, not like, let me tell you your, my opinion about Monica. 
It's like, well, then we're not here to hear your opinion. Right. This is not your show. You're not in the pod, so They were very gracious, and I think they did a good job, you know, feeding off of that and ultimately ignoring them. Yes. Yes. Well, afterwards, you know, they came up uh, to Teddy, and she said, you know, oh, you guys, you know, you were great. You're heckling us. But I think it it added to this botany of the show. I think that was what it, what it was. It wasn't too, they had a, they had a script, they had a place where they were going with it um, in segments, but they weren't like, just like, gotta hit this, gotta hit this, gotta hit this. They like went off, uh, yeah. off. No, off- th- I'm thinking back to a couple of our episodes where I was trying to think of the word for genuineness and I think spontaneity. Ultimately, if you can be just spontaneous and just just go with the flow. And I think they did a really good job of that. Like, it was very genuine and, like, they had things that, like, they didn't, want to, they didn't really want to cover things. They just wanted to, like, go places. And they went there and then, like, they went wherever the tide took them. It was very Right. Good. If they went off, you know, script, they weren't going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's like, look, just, yeah, like you said, just go with it. The guy next to me kept, like, leaning over. He was like, oh, are they going to announce another podcast? Because they did announce a number of podcasts. It was just like, when they put up the podcast of the ads, I was like, oh, I thought they were being funny. Like, oh, like, they're just like us. And then I was like, oh, no, this is real. But I'm curious to see what it will be what it will become. So it's going to be Eddie and Edwin. They're going to have their own podcast and talk about what it's like being husbands of housewives as well as other topics that might interest them. And they were saying that, um, or Teddy was saying like, you know, they're very unfiltered. So, you know, you're going to hear a lot of like, maybe some sort of crazy opinions from them. about. I did enjoy that. They were like, Oh, should we take bets on how long until they get canceled? Like I, like, I wonder, I wonder really how that happened. If there's like, if while they were hanging out at iHeart, like Edwin was like, "Hey, can we do our own podcast?" And they're like, "Sure." Um, I was probably, I, I could see more so like Eddie saying like, "Oh, let's do our own podcast," because he seems more entrepreneurial or more talkative. Maybe because I've just we've seen him more of him because Tamara's been on the show longer than Teddy, and even when Edwin was on the show with Teddy when she was a, a full time cast member, he didn't film. A time. So he was really actually on the show though with her. I, I, with for her first season. I don't remember seeing him at all. He was on her last season at the dinner party, where Sutton called her boy boring, and she like went off and was just crying. Not mainly because of Sutton, but you know, because she was like you know Hormonal. stressed, yeah, and pregnant, pregnant. And he went after her. And oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't really know his personality, so it would be. I am curious to see what he has to say. So is it fair? I know we don't, we know we don't pride ourselves on, you know, talking about people's looks in general, but that's usually the women. I mean, Edwin looked a little different than we expected. I think he's good looking in person. Oh, definitely yeah. good looking. But yeah. like the the photos I've seen, he did not look like himself in person. Not what I expected was, in person. Right. Well, it was weird because like when they threw up that, that picture of, from the their, their, their iPod, podcast, yeah, I was like, that doesn't even really look like Edwin. It yeah. was really compared to like what we're looking at now. So he had again. I think he had much more of a Franken head than I was expecting. But I'm not one to talk. I'm not a pretty person. Oh, I could maybe see that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but no, he's a good looking dude. And they do. They all have very much, very much have veneers. 
They, even they made oh, the all joke. The women, yes. Yeah, they made the joke. They're like, oh, those some veneers up there. No, they're saying they need veneers. Oh, I thought they were saying that like they're just like because they both had just like teeth. Yeah, they're like look because they're like look at those teeth. You guys are gonna you know get some veneers because like Teddy and Tamara clearly have them. Got it. I thought they were um, saying they're, they already have some pretty good teeth. If you ask me, I think so. Yeah, but when you see my teeth, if you guys dive down on my teeth, no good. And this was that one, and there's also like the Emily podcast with Teddy, like popping off, which I think. Sounds like it'll be about. They talked about covering the other pump rules and They're just things that aren't housewives necessarily. Right. It's their, more their, pop culture. They're their licensed like cover things outside the housewives sphere, but into the Bravo sphere and beyond. Yeah, because I think if they were to add Vanderpump rules to two T's, it'd be like that's not housewives. I know it's connected. It's all in Bravo, but then it's like you're opening your stuff up to. They're going to cover like Summer House and Winter House and Southern hospitality and southern charm so better that they like put it on another podcast but it was like oh another podcast another podcast <laughs> it could have been they should have at one point just started making up other podcasts but like no <laughs> just like, you know, they, you know they get brought cynthia out there we're gonna have sheet cast with cynthia about all about her sheets which they did go on be. a little long about about how um, Teddy wanted sheets of Cynthia's and they never got them, but so Cynthia on the a, way. a sheet line or a bedding line and with, with Sutton and, uh, she was going to give her friends sheets around the holidays. I don't think I connected that it was with Sutton as yes, like in conjunction and that's maybe yes. why Teddy didn't get oh, them. Oh, you thought that Sutton just told Cynthia not to send any sheets to her? I, I think I, I think I thought that, um, somehow... Sutton was helping with the whole thing and like had a chance to remove Teddy from the list. No, so for those who weren't there, Sutton and Cynthia have their own sheet line, betting line, and Cynthia was going to send the sheets to her to her friends around the holidays. And Teddy was on the list, and Sutton said, "No, let's take Teddy off the list." So Teddy did not get sheets. Whatever will she do? But Tamara has plenty of sheets, she yes, says. Tamara, Tamara says they're great. They're fantastic. Yes, but because Sutton's super petty, Teddy got no sheets. And that's what I've said. You should get Porsche sheets because they're amazing. You, we have three sets. But you <laughs> said that right in front of Cynthia. I don't think she heard me. She still shook my hand. <laughs> she was still very nice. You know, Cynthia. Ciao. <laughs> no, Cynthia, I think Cynthia was, I, she felt, very, seemed very much at ease and and that she wasn't worrying about things. I mean, not being on one of the shows. And she even said, like, part of... Or she made reference to the fact that she's not, like, having to... She said it's easier to maintain relationships when you're not on the show because it's true. It's like you have to keep picking at the scar when you're... I don't know if that's the right analogy. Or the scab. Scab. Yeah, you have to keep, like, opening up, you know more drama each season so it's like you might be good at the beginning of the season and then you have to be like well something has to happen here so then not that you purposely have a fight but it just i think ultimately happens right. and so it's just harder to maintain friendship she was saying whereas now that she's off the show she's like i'm cool with you whatever i don't have to film with you <laughs> you know we're all good which i think other housewives have said that like it's better off camera in terms of like friendships versus when you have to be on a show well, with because they people. don't have to keep on bringing the drama right and making something happen yeah did you like the emily segment 
I liked Emily for sure. I don't think her impression of Shannon was anything I understood. No. But it's again one of those things we were talking in the car. Um, we were talking in the car. Um, don't wave your finger at me. <laughs> um, we were talking in the car. Jeff just won't let me play it. Um, but uh, no, like uh, I do believe, like if you were there with Shannon, you and she did that thing that whatever, whatever that was that that Emily did, you'd be like, oh yeah, that that Emily that's was Shannon. like, I think she's having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I know Shannon like those like shake her arms a lot, but but it I was... think it, it's one of the. I think it was one of those you had to be there, like not right. on our half, like you had to actually be around Shannon to think it was funny because it was it was humorous to see Emily do it, but it wasn't like, oh, I totally get that. Funny that she acts like she's being electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. I think um, Angie had better impersonations of her cast. Yes. Except for... Her Heather one was like, let's all do it together, guys. Her Heather was clearly like pandering. And yeah. I'm sure just making sure that her lips were securely wrapped around Heather's butthole to make sure that Heather feels properly respected. Well, it's funny because like I thought, and this might come up, if I was Whitney, I'd be like, I'm a little offended that you're like making fun of my healing journey. Well, I think Heather, or I think Whitney no, knows because people. when Meredith made reference to her Helen journey on on Twitter, Whitney was very pissed off about it. Really? Yeah. She like tweeted like someone, like Meredith's tweet was, for someone who's been on a Helen journey for blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay. And when he's like, you know about my journey, we've talked about it. Like you're the one of the few like, that I actually told you what happened to me. So uh, I, I would I think it would be funny if some of the stuff that happened ended up like being referred to on the show since they're about to shoot. I, th I think at this point, Whitney knows that the most the joke is about her inability to pronounce pronounce. Healing? Yeah, healing. Uh-huh. And just the way she speaks. I mean, it's it's just it's a dialect that like I think is interesting and I don't think it's. I, I don't know that it's a Salt Lake thing. It's I equate it kind of like with uh, I, Michigan, kind of Midwest stuff. No, I, I, oh. I, I have a friend who would always say midnight, you know, and like was just very much just like would hit a syllable. You're like, I don't understand why that's the emphasis, you know. But anyway. I think of like um, John Fulton Hairspray, like his whatever accent he was doing for Edna Turnblad. I, I know I've you seen Hairspray. See... Oh. Have we watched it together? We've watched... No, we watched we... Hair together. I don't think I've ever seen Hairspray. I thought we, we think we, we watched Ricky Lake one, but maybe we didn't watch the, the musical one with Zac Efron. Yeah, no, we certainly okay. didn't do that. We'll have to watch that. That and... Is it fair for me to announce, to let people know, like, as far as I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a musical gay... Like, as far as, like, it goes, like, I, I've seen musicals, but, like, I don't have them memorized backward to forward. Or you're just like, it's not your... It's not your my bad. you you go to. Yeah, I, again, yeah, yeah. I, Emma told me once, my our friend Emma, she said, when you're born, you either know every musical by heart or every oldie by heart, but never both. And I know every oldie. I, I was born with every lyric to every oldie in my head. But... Oldie? Like, what do you mean oldie? Well, like, you know, stuff they used to play on the oldie station, you know? Oh, like, you know, like an like, Elvis song? Yeah, or... Big Bopper, you know, Chantilly oh, Lace. You know both? Oh, well, aren't you an overachiever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old soul, which is just like, which is just like another way of saying gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
If Emma replies to the text I sent her earlier, and we have dinner later, you know, this week, then we'll ask her about, you know, your multi, your multi-talented skills. You're just a, what is your triple threat? <laughs> a dancer, an oldies, and a showgirl. You are a showgirl. Yeah, of so all I'm like, things. I'm like Erica, Erica, I was about to say Erica Kane. Erica Jane, I'm a, right, I was the Erica Jane, I'm an entertainer. This is... The read I'm a showgirl. I went out there and I gave the people what they wanted. <laughs> I feel like they're, like of all things, um, if I have to say, I think New Jersey was left entirely out of their mouths tonight, except when yeah. I yelled about Louis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it hasn't, because it's been not gone a lot for a while. Was, what? It's been gone for a while. It's I been feel. gone for a while and not a lot's leaked out except for some friction between the women and. But not a lot was leaked out about the season. Well, no, there was. But that was like a while ago, the whole the fight with like Jen Aiden and Danielle. Yeah. But I, like think, I, I think the majority of the conversation tonight was about Salt Lake. Salt Lake, for sure. Um, upcoming OC stuff was teased, but they couldn't obviously get into that very much. Right. Except they did say that Alexis is back. They didn't say in what capacity, but some someone was saying, some news article was saying, friend of. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that she's back. And they touched on Beverly Hills a little bit, but I think in Salt, yeah, Salt Lake, Beverly Hills, and, and Potomac. how John Jansen is apparently hot now. <laughs> Was he ever? I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. You, I don't. You said something positive. I think he's. I mean, well, they said like either you have John Jansen, David Bedore, or Slate Smiley, and I would say I would go with John Jansen. I don't know who. I I don't think I've ever seen David Bedore, and I don't know who Slate Smiley is. I feel like you might have. Maybe you didn't. Cause I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll look at yeah, it. I'll reserve my things till then, but yeah. But Edwin or Eddie? Oh, hmm. I mean, you have to, you have to. Mary Shad kill? Not even Mary Shad kill. It's just like death is not an option. You have to choose one. Cause I had a good one for like Mary Shad kill, Eddie, Edwin, or Shane. Oh. And I said, and I, in my head, I, I put this together in my head earlier, and I was like, well, you shag Eddie, because he's, you know, I think, hot. You marry Edwin, because, you know, he has a security company, and I like to feel secure. <laughs> okay, so you'd kill Shane? That's mean. I'd kill Shane with kindness. Oh, oh. you're, they, you're, yeah, yeah, you're dancing around that. Honestly, <laughs> I, I would, I, you know what? Maybe this says something about me. I would marry Edwin because he's so hot. I would just want that every day of my life. And, you know, I have that. Oh. Aww. Yeah, no, like, I mean. And I, you shag Eddie and kill Shane. Yeah, I, I, yeah, probably. Shane's really funny, though. The audience was, like, really sad that Shane wasn't there tonight. Oh, but Angie's husband was there. Barely. We were like, he was, like... Also, like, five rows behind. Right? Like, you couldn't hang out with the other husbands I backstage. Know, right? Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow it. Uh, let's, for a second, go to um, Angie's husband because in her roundabout weird answer about homophobia, <laughs> that made no sense. I see where she was going I with it. I think my biggest problem is that she's like, I'm in San Francisco and that's where the gays live. <laughs> and it's just like, honey, no. And she offended the gays when she brought up the stereotype about him being a hairdresser. I was like, 
You could have said that way better because I think the audience was a collective, like holding their breath, like, where is she going with this? And the fact that she came out and like, that, I mean, it was one of her first questions and she just really led with like, I don't even remember specifically what she said, but I just was so astounded by like, really? That's the, what you're going to do? Like the loops and the the roller coaster ride that, that answer went on before yeah, she got to a point. My first, I think the first thought my brain formed was she's never been to San Francisco before. Like, I really think that she thought that she could be like, what's up, San Francisco? Is everybody gay? And they'd be like, yeah, we're all gay. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're gay, but not like that. Like, God, woman. But she pivoted quickly and then moved on. She and- was activated. Like, she was literally, like, dropping F-bombs and like, you know, you come for me. I'll go down in the gutter with you. And I was like, okay. I think she's very genuine. And I think she was, you know, like being herself. And so I don't want to fault her for that. But I just, yes, I disagree with her opinions. I see where she's coming from with, with Monica and, and Tamara and Teddy had a different opinion. And they're like, she's good for the show. Like, I know she hurt you and she came after your marriage, but she's good for the show. You need to figure out a way to film with her. That was their message. And she was just like, nope, we're fine on our own. It's like, no, you're not. But I understand where she's coming from with that based on what happened to her. And I also, like, I do think she's very genuine. And I don't think there's, I mean, she's robotic at times. And I think she's thinking a little bit too much. But I don't think that she's being fake. She was like, I am hurt by this. That you come from my family. You come from my business. I get it. So I may not agree with what she's saying or understand what she's saying <laughs> but it's coming from a an honest place like i think yeah i i appreciate her and i look forward to seeing more of her you know which is a long way from the beginning of the season so i was very happy that i got to on our way out like get her attention and we were you know walking out i said hey just like you are the only Angie. Just no, no more of this Angie K stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and she she said, well, Andy always calls me Angie K. So I think that's a hurdle she can get over. But she also mentioned like her, her brother said it's good to like have a nickname. And it's like, well, a nickname, Angie K is not your nickname. But I guess, I guess it's the same way that like people always call me by first and last name. And you, you too, to a point, like you, it's never just our first name. Like if people who don't really know us, like, oh, it's blah, 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 you know? So it's like, I guess being Angie K, like it works. Right. The same way Heather Gay isn't just Heather. She's Heather Gay. Right. Nonstop. Right. You know? Or Lisa Barlow. Right. Exactly. Well, people could be like Lisa. 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 Monica. And then Whitney's, Whitney Rose. Yeah. They do go like first name, last Is name. It ever- Miriam Cosby? Is it just a Salt Lake thing? Maybe it's a Mormon thing. No, because what's Meredith Marks? Yeah, it, it, yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm thinking back. I never to, say. I just say Kyle. I wouldn't say you Kyle know, Richards. I wonder. I wonder being when we were thick in the thick of Mormonism, we would prefer to sister brother. It was always sister law, brother cook, that sort of thing. So I wonder if that's where it comes from. Is that you're just used to like having the last name associated with people? But yeah, she was she was very strong. She was just like, I've got something to say and coming off reunion and I'm going to say it. And so I love how once upon a time we you you and I ripped Jen Aiden a new one on our couch for calling it reunion. <laughs> like as though it was communion. communion. 
as though it was this sacred thing that you participated in and you got inducted into reunion. But you and I still to this day, as much as we don't want to do it, we still call it reunion, not the reunion, not like in the reunion episode or episode two of the reunion. It's just, oh, at reunion. It's caught on. I know, but I hate to say it. Damn you, Jen Aiden. <laughs> you have one thing good going for you and it's calling it reunion. And your husband, Bill Aiden. And your children. And should, yes. And your gay brother. Yes. You know, the only things that have been your storyline. But <laughs> that's a whole different situation. Oh, can't wait for Jersey. Um, Jersey's going to be the next one that comes up, right? I Well, I heard April. Oh, Dubai. We have Dubai. Dubai's I'm been sure. in the can forever, like way before Jersey ended, I feel like. So they need to, if we're going to wrap up, you know, Beverly Hills and uh, Potomac soon. Oh, speaking of Potomac, when someone, their fan question was... I was said why I said fan question, but their question was what show should get the boot, and like you know, Teddy said she hates to say it, but you know, it should be Potomac. Not that she means like it should get canceled, but it just it's not in a good place, and that she said they could bounce back, but they're not a, a good place right now. No, and we've we talked about it just the other day. Somebody in the audience like yelled, I don't know if you heard it, you know, fire Candace. So I was like, shut up. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, Ken, why do you? Why do people want to see people fired? I just want to see what's there. I want to see the the assets they have used better. And they're all worth, they all can do so much better than they're doing. Even on the best show, I don't know if you were paying attention while you were talking to the um, Burning Man girl next to us. She wasn't the Burning Man girl. <laughs> but was she Coachella? No, she was going to the Garth Brooks concert. No, but she, well, we said something, she's she like, compared, like Burning Man. She compared, I think, BravoCon to Burning Man. Okay, well, all right. But the behind me, the someone was talking about, like, they're, like, offering their, like, housewives origin story. And I turned out, like, oh, what's your origin story? And it turned out Dallas. So Dallas was, like, the the show yeah. that got them into housewives. He, yeah. He, he ended up saying, like, no, like, I watched Dallas and she watched with me. And I'm like, this is the weirdest story I've ever heard because I've never met anyone who's watching Dallas. But yeah, there are people there who are like, Dallas is my favorite show. I'm like, whoa, okay. So what, not... so what are you doing now? Yeah, I was yeah, I was not prepared for this at all. Julia Roberts likes Dallas. When she was on Watch What Happens Live, she said, said that. I feel like I may have let you like dissuade me against a lot of the po- shows because you're like you wouldn't watch Dallas OC and mm-hmm. you were kind of against No, when we started dating I was watching them all except for Dallas and OC. OC. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah just because of you I'm like oh, like well, oh, Dallas but maybe it was good. Maybe it's a gem that needs to be Dallas came out for me. Dallas came out at the same time as Potomac and I was just like, I, it's too many housewives, and I just went with Potomac. <laughs> we might just cut this entire Dallas segment, much like Bravo. <laughs> well, now we have to keep it, <laughs> or else it won't be funny. No, they didn't do a lot of, you got in line to ask a question, and then, so you should say what your question was going to well, be. Well, yeah, so I got in line, and and so one thing, when we went to BravoCon, like, I was like, who runs up there to get questions? But because we were in the front row and the microphone was, like, 
50 feet away. I was like, well, sure, I can do that. And I did. I ran up and got in line. Um, and the guy came to me and was like, what's your question? I was like, I don't. And he just like moved on. And I felt like a jerk for being that guy. So I like, you know, I let someone else go ahead of me. But I ended up letting people get ahead of me to the point where by the time I would have gone, they were like, you're not going to get your question asked. Because they're running out of time. They went very long. Like that one, I don't know if he was a producer or assistant who was like sitting by the front row was just like about to lose his mind when they would wrap up the Emily segment. I, uh, my question wanted to be like, I just want to think what advice would you give to a new housewife? And the other question I wanted to ask besides like, you know, what advice would you have is like, what's your fondest memory? What, you know, what did housewives do for you? But like, truly, what's, when you close your eyes and think like, what did I enjoy doing as a housewife? Right. I want to hear that. Yeah. People have like gotten married. They've had kids on the show. Right. You know, gotten baptized. But like, I want to I want to hear the stuff like, oh, one time at one, you know, we were filming till 3 a.m. And, you know, Emily wouldn't stop farting or, you know, whatever the case was. She laughed so hard she farted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she and she ate a taco, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at least give me a taco. Yeah. So, like, all those things. I just want to hear, like, those things because those are th- – I want to hear the experiences that are truly unique to the housewives. Like, like, um, oh, who said that if we're part of the 1%? <laughs> I was oh, like, oh. really said that? I was like yeah. – I was like, oh, that's going to be a soundbite yeah. you're going to regret. No. Like, she's meant it as, you know, like, only so many people get to actually be housewives. Right. But like to say I'm one of the one yeah. percent. I was like, I, I can't wait for TMZ or like you know someone like oh Emily Simpson says so she's part of the one percent. But uh, no, but truly, like it's such a small fraction of people who get to do this, and I want to like you know fanciest world ever. I don't think I wouldn't want to be part of a show like that. But I'm very curious. Like, it's got to be a trip to be part of that. What does that bring to your life when you're done? You know, like once you're off the show, like what are you going to remember the most? And like, what are you going to take with you? Because, you know, you and I, I think part of what makes us work as a couple um, and things that we like to talk about, nostalgia and kind of um, sentimentality is definitely a strong part of, you know, our, our core. And so I definitely, I think that's what appeals to me about a lot of these things is like, these are unique experiences that are happening. As much as it's fun to watch this drama back and forth, I still kind of like to think that at the end of the day, these are still people. And yes, they're going to ham it up and do their job and like do stuff for the camera. But at the end of the day, there's going to be some, you know, what did I say? Genuineness, some authenticity and spontaneity to what they're doing where they're like, wow, I, I didn't even know that I could do that. And like truly be, you know, happy and and at the end of their night, they'll think like, oh, that was pretty good what we did. And I just love to think that that's happening in a way that like is unique to them and that no one else can experience. And also the fact that it's recorded like a home movie. Right. You know. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. They can look back and be like, I know it's cliche to say, but it's like literally like someone's filming you. You can like say that moment where I had that wonderful thing happen. And now I have that to hold on to. Right. So I may have gotten to a bunch of fights and had some falling outs and lost some friends, but like there were some really sweet moments. Sometimes when you listen to two T's, you can tell when they've been drinking because it makes zero sense. But I think they were really... They They held their shit together. I was worried that too it would go off the rails. 
they um, clearly had had some drinks and yes. were, you know, as they should. They were celebrating their thing yes. and they're like, you know, but. But it wasn't scattered. Like, they definitely were. I mean, they had like cards they're looking at, but, you know, again, there's that spontaneity, but there wasn't just like, oh, let's go here, let's go there, let's go there. It was like, you know, they got to a point eventually instead of like. Can we it, talk about their merch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you mentioned their cards. I was like, you mean yeah. the, the back of the poster that had them like they had some merch there and they need some better merch it was just like a t-shirt it was a black t-shirt that said two t's in a pod and, and on the back was their podcast photo right which needs updated updating because like that was eons ago and teddy had like long brown extensions which she doesn't have anymore so that was that one and then there was like a, a tan colored hoodie that just said two t's in a pod and the and i guess and it's it the font they used Yes. Yeah, and then also uh, clearly the people who came to the VIP meet and greet, they got a fanny pack. Right, there are a lot of fanny packs there. Yeah, I don't want a fanny. Pack. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, they should have some keychains. They should or a magnets. A, we, uh, we, a, we are suckers we of magnets. Magnet. Whenever we go Damn see it. a show, we always get a magnet. We. What's I want to find out what the demographic is for magnets? Is it just gay men in their forties? There's some gay men. It's just gay like, men's with refrigerators. That like must they're be full of magnets. <laughs> yeah, like full of magnets. I totally would have gotten a two T's magnet. Damn, you're right. It's like a nice little, like you know, small way to remember the moment. You don't have to wear it. You but every put it on time your head, it's like you you see it when you open your fridge. Yeah, every yeah. time you get something out of the fridge, you're like ah, two T's. Right. Ah, our trip to to New York. Yeah. So yeah, like oh, all the Broadway shows we've seen are like yeah, a magnet really goes a long way. <laughs> it really does. A magnet and a mug or a tumbler. Why don't they have tumblers? Hello. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, this is their first comfort. Their first live show. That's fine. They'll learn. They'll figure it out. But I think also, like, what they need, they played that. Also, the round they played of, like, who said what. I thought it was going to be stuff from, like, Housewives. But instead it was, like, stuff they've said on the no, pod. No, that made sense. I, I, I figured that was good. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know that what you've said is that memorable yet. There aren't things. Yeah, like, there's certain things. Like, Teddy's, like, drink every time I say, here's the thing. Yeah. Well, see, that I didn't get, but for the love of Pete and for the love, for I was love like... love of Peter. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, that I recognize from the pod. She says, here's the thing all the time, because I say, here's the thing, not because of that, but I recognize that and... Right. Or, here's the thing, and then the other thing... Uh, of it all? <laughs> I think that's just, that's just America right now. I think everyone online and everywhere is just saying, of it all. Something of it all. The, it could be the carpet of it all. It could be the podcast of it all. It could be the all of the it things. All. That's yeah, it. all the things. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, their their merch could be improved. Um, because I would I would have bought it. You're right, a keychain or a magnet. Totally. Yeah, but also I I I just don't I don't want the thing that I'm thinking to be on my clothes. I want something from the thing. Right. It's like this is you know I love the podcast, but I can't. Imagine not that I would be embarrassed to walk around town with a hoodie with the name on the back, but it's just like it's not something I would do. Well, like the the, the shirt that you wore to BravoCon, it wasn't it it was you know Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but it was their names. You wouldn't just wear one that says Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but if it was like some like something from Beverly Hills, you'd be more inclined to wear that, you know. And it was cool, like that shirt that had all the names and like. It, cool pattern and like of every single Beverly Hills housewife up until season 10. Right. So yeah. Sutton wasn't on it. 
Because she was just a friend of. Right. Yeah. So that's why you bought it, right? <laughs> yep, I'm petty patty. And you thought I you thought I said I something swear mean. I thought you said like you called Teddy a petty bitch. <laughs> no, I did not. They were talking about Sutton uh denying the sheets. Yeah. And that's when I like shouted out like she's being a petty bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, there Which... I am calling people by yes. out by the name, but you know. Yes, that was in the moment. In the moment and they, they you know. It was, she was, that is a very petty thing to be like, you can't get sheets. Because like as Cynthia, I think, and Teddy both pointed out, Teddy has a ton of followers and it would have been brought attention to the sheets. So you might even, you might hate the lady, but. I'm just, yeah, what I'm wondering is like, whose life is that concerned with preventing. Someone you don't like from getting your sheets. Yeah, you're right. Like who has the time for that shit? (laughs) It's like, who is just like that concerned? I don't care who gets my sheets, but Teddy Mellencamp can't have them. It's like, She will not sleep on comfortable sheets for me. Yeah, I just, I I think the the other thing that keeps like amazing me about this whole housewife world is like the lengths people will go to to prove a damn point. Yes. And- I guess I, I'm I I've done that in different ways. I do it at work all the time. But I would just think that like again, if you're part of this elite and I don't mean elite like in above everyone. Unless sense. you're Heather Gay. Right. Well <laughs> I mean like you're in a very you're in a very rare demographic. Like you're part of this thing that very few other people are. I would think that like the camaraderie of it all would win out. And that at some point you would just be like, okay, I do this on camera, but in real life, when it comes down to it, when I'm approving who gets my damn sheets or not, I would just check the box like, yeah, okay, fine. But like, no, they hold on to things. I just can't imagine having the energy to bring that to my sheet checklist. (laughs) (laughs) My sheet checklist. And that's why I say just get some Porsche sheets. They're amazing. We have three sets. Thank you, Porsche. Pampered by Porsche. <laughs> Sign us up for a deal. The the cat clawed the gold set oh, very much. Yeah. I feel bad. So we need some... Yeah. Well, you should buy some Cynthia sheets. Yes, I would. I... Oh, uh, but you don't want them because Sutton's no, part of it? I'll try them out. I mean, if it's a good price point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember, people were not feeling um, Anne-Marie really was not liked <laughs> at the show. They she came up a couple of times. And... I also feel beyond that, like, no one was really willing to even discuss Anne-Marie. Uh-huh. I don't know if I said this before, like, shooting your shot and wasting it. Like, you're giving this opportunity, this rare opportunity to be a housewife, and this is what you do with it. Well, I think that's Same also why halfway through her season, she was like, even I'm embarrassed that I said these things. But as well, you should be. But yeah, they were, people were just calling for her to be a one and done. Did you not, sh- did you not enjoy when, um, someone, didn't someone bring up how Kyle, or no, someone brought up something about so-and-so is the friend of, and then Teddy was like, yeah, the same way that Dorit and I are best friends. Oh, right. Oh, they were saying that like, because the question was, did Kyle bring Amory on here to like punish Sutton and come at her. Like yeah, do that, her dirty that, work for that her. That was some fucking mental gymnastics apologies. Right. That was some mental gymnastics. I was like, wow, are you actually People at home think thinking that, that that's I've, happening? I've seen that comment before that like like Kyle like 
activated Emery because she was pissed at Sutton. So she's like, yes, go talk about her esophagus. That is so weird that, again, anyone thinks that... I mean, like, I'll, I'll be the first to eat my own words, but if I ever meet a housewife who's like, yes, I planned this entire thing. Calvish just does not have the time for that. And also have the guy in his question, he was saying his theory was she did it to point out... Um, uh, Sutton's eating disorder and uh, it was just like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. yeah no the, I don't think so yeah. sir I think the only person the only housewife who has time to plan all that stuff is Giselle the walkout songs they all played were I think somewhat problematic did you get a video of, of Angie's I got um, all the videos of the okay. walkout yeah yeah what did Angie walk out to I can't remember but she was definitely like doing like a a sidestep like hop situation were you like suggesting that she was doing like a weird like no, 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 springtime for no 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 okay. no, no. Okay. where did you go there well I just thought you were making a thing that no, you're being was, a little producery just, if you no, know what it I mean. was like a weird hop Thing. Okay. Like she was a weird. It was well, weird. Because someone came out to the real Slim Shady, and I was like, "What? Was who's they, coming?" They did. It was some. They uh, did. Yeah, they did. Teddy and Tamara came out to the because I think the shady part of it. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe don't come out to an M and M's. I don't no, think that's... they could have come out to the one that the one that I want. You're the one that I want. Just because she was wearing, you know, she the... looked like bad. First of all. Teddy looked amazing, so did Tamara. But Teddy did look a little like Bad Sandy from Greece. Yeah, she had some hot, hot, hot pants on. Yes. Well, that was like, it was, a, it was not hot pants. Those are hot pants. Oh. Yeah. I thought hot pants. No, you're thinking of hot pink. No, I think it were the, the short shorts. Are those hot pants? No, no. Anything that hugs your cooch that tightly is a hot pant. Oh. Yeah. No, those are hot pants. Okay. What am I thinking of? Like Daisy Dukes? Daisy Dukes and coochie cutters. <laughs> You're the one who taught me coochie cutters. How are you forgetting? It was a rap song in the nineties. Well, that, that's how much rap I listened to in the nineties. It was it was a good song. I leaned over and was like, Oh, I think she's having a little And then and... someone yelled out, You're having camel toast. She's like, What I am? And then Tamara's like, Now you have a wedgie. I think this is a good time to talk about um my dorkiness for well, you did it to yourself. You you just invited talking about your dorkiness. Well, I've been wanting to bring up the story. But let me tell you, everyone, this is how dorky Jeff is. <laughs> I've been wanting to bring up the story for for a while. So, um, it relates to today. So at BravoCon, we I realized I am not good. Wait, hold wait. on. Let's remind you how everyone. Jeff came out in a few episodes <laughs> back, even though it's been very clearly up front. That Jeff is a huge Teddy Mellencamp fan. And but he felt it necessary to come out again as a Teddy Mellencamp fan. And by the way, there was there was so much Teddy love at this at this show. Which I know people are thinking, like, well, of course we're gonna go it's her podcast, of course they're gonna they like her, but like But no, there's a good chance they were all Tamara for Tamara or for the or or friends of the other housewives who are going to be there. They love it. So at BravoCon, um, I realized I'm not good at meeting famous people because when we did our, our photo op with Candy, I was, I froze because I was like, oh, crap, it's Candy, and I have nothing to say to her. I couldn't think of anything to say. I blanked. It was like, uh, thank you, Candy. All I could think of to say was thank you. Then the same thing with Margaret. I was like, hi, Margaret. Thank you. I, I, she asked me like where, I'm, where I was from, and I, I, I blanked. But anywho, so... 
there was so much screaming. And so we're like, why is everyone screaming so much for Taylor? And then it was like, oh, Teddy and Tamara are with her. And it was like, they were flocked by security and like walking super slowly because there was like so many people like gathering around, like screaming. And they had to like make their way through the this bizarre. And then they went to the VIP area where you had to like have a VIP bracelet to get into, which we did not. But... Teddy was cool enough to like come over to the sides where people were like, you know, who are non-VIPs were taking pictures and she took selfies with people down the line. And so I see her and we make eye contact and I was like, uh, and she's like, hi. And I'm like, uh, and I was, again, I froze up. And so someone yelled out from the crowd, Ted, uh, Teddy, are you coming back to, are you going to come back to Beverly Hills? And she said, not as a friend. And then for whatever reason, I don't know why, I just yelled out, know your worth, girl. And she made eye contact and she pointed at you. I don't think she pointed at me. That's how it works in my head. Yeah. She really looked at me and I think she's like, okay. And then I turned to you and I'm like, did I just say to Teddy, know your worth, girl? I was like, yes, you did. Like I like I was like whoopee and she was to me and ghost. No, you didn't you didn't say you in danger, girl. But I was like, know your worth, girl. No, you weren't. So cut to tonight when after the show is over and they're like, you know, all on stage and everyone's departing. Some of them came up to the front of the stage to take pictures. Teddy did and Cynthia and Angie Kay. And so Teddy is like right there in front of me. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) And I'm like, I feel myself freezing up. But like, at least you like thought to like act quickly and say, you know, because someone was talking about like, you know, hugging and Teddy's like, I'm not a hugger. And you said, oh, my husband's the same way. And she again made like eye contact with me. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, hugging bad. No, you and Teddy are the same person. That's what you said. Very, very similar personalities. You're both very organized. Right. And then we like nicely asked for very organized. <laughs> That's what that one says. Um, we asked for a picture and she like, you know, bent down and like, took a picture with me. And then afterwards I was just like my dorky self. And I was like, you're my favorite. <laughs> and and because and because the perspective of the photo makes Jeff look gigantic and Teddy look tiny. Yes, that is the You will never see the light of day on this photo unless I convince him to post it just because of this podcast. It's just just for you. Just for me. But at the end But also by the way, the name of this episode is now Know Your Worth Girl. That's gonna be a t shirt. I'm gonna get a t shirt. Do it. Exclamation point. Um, but yes, when I said like, you know, you're my favorite and she did like reached out and like gave me a handshake because again, we're not huggers <laughs> and I really appreciated it. So, so no, that was, that was nice to be in a room of people. You know, as we said, we all watch the same or listen to the same podcast. We're all here for the same thing, you know, and to converge in that moment. Yeah. Like I, I felt awkward when we first got there. Like I, you, you saw me like, who should I talk to? Who should I talk to? Like I always do. But, um, but no, like once I talked to a couple people, I was like, we can talk to anyone here. And the fact that even you felt after the show that one guy who, you know, tried to get the, the, the Teddy, Teddy love, uh-huh. um, but that you felt comfortable, like, we should talk to that guy. Like, you are the last person to go up to someone and talk to them. But you're like, that guy, he, he's one of us, you know, Anthony. Anthony. And first person we told this podcast about, <laughs> or we told about our yeah. podcast, so. And he follows on the Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. Anthony, if you're listening... I hope we didn't disappoint you. We got to wrap this up. This is almost as long as like the shim tonight. Yeah, especially if I add in the footage from the car. 
No. No. Jeff does not like spontaneous podcast footage. We'll see about that. Mm. So you said. <laughs> this, I, this I know. Do you want to say your rose and your thorn? My rose night? and my thorn. No, not a, this entire experience was fun. I'm glad they did that. I yes. hope that they have great success in the rest of their podcast, their live shows. Um, I think my one takeaway is, yeah, I don't think I like Heather as much. Which is weird that I pick up that, yeah, I just feel like Angie and her whole impersonation of her was just too, like, like I'm going to stay on her good side. I don't know why that's sticking with me. She's going with the moment because that's the thing everyone's, it's been memed. It's like the politician did it. Yeah. You know, freaking Jennifer Lawrence did it on the red carpet of the Golden Globes. It's just like, it's in the zeitgeist. Because I'm sure someone could probably do like a really good Heather Gay impersonation, you know, because she just strings some metaphors together. I'm gonna keep pushing this metaphor thing. <laughs> no, no, we'll we'll make it work. I I don't I don't disagree with you. I've said it now like three different episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like of everything that happened, everything was very genuine. Uh-huh. But when she did that Heather Gay impersonation, I was like, you're just doing that so that she doesn't like call you out later. Possibly. And I love Heather Gay. My Rose, um, just yeah, the whole evening, like how fun it was. And I laughed so much. Like it was just just nonstop funny. And I really appreciated that. And it 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 wasn't clunky and they just you know, for their first show, they really like pulled it off. And I think my thorn I don't really yeah, I don't really. I'm like at the reunion where they're like asking these things. They're like, "Let me think about it. What my thorn would be." Yeah, I don't think I really have a thorn. We had great seats. We met like some really nice people. Everyone was pretty nice. Even like the heckling guys. It's like you know they added to the ambiance and the experience. Yeah, I really wonder how they're gonna put this together with the actual podcast that's actually just, very interesting because they didn't even mention they were recording it right like did so we agree to be recording yeah like i <laughs> hope to hell they yeah. were i think we just assume because that's where we saw lover to leave it but like oh <laughs> other podcasts film here so we're we're doing that too hey miss all roses all all yeah all flowers and mm-hmm. all the things if we keep all of this this is over an hour okay till well, next time till next time All right, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to press stop.